Welcome to The Author Life, a limited edition podcast series featuring Jeff Elkins, where we document Jeff's journey from a desperate author to a thriving small business owner. Welcome to episode 11 of the Author Life Limited Edition series podcast with Jeff Elkins. As I mentioned uh, in the overview of episode 10, this is a Q&A session. Jeff and I got to the point where he uh, had a, a solid foundation for his business, his business plan, his website, his marketing, uh, his customer archetype. He, he had been working on that and we decided to go into Q&A mode. And so what you're going to hear uh, are my responses to Jeff's incredible questions. So here are some of the questions that he asked. Um, what do you do when you overstep your bounds with a client? How do you manage the bookkeeping? How and when do you scale your business? Should you set revenue goals? How do you determine your rates and when to raise them? How do you use your network in a non-scammy way? So these are really great questions and we get into a lot of detail on, on these and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll find these helpful. And as I mentioned last episode, uh, there is one final episode, episode 12 coming up next and you definitely wanna come back for that because uh, Jeff is gonna update us on where the Dialogue Doctor is now. But before that, let's get into the Q&A mode session with myself and Jeff Elkins. So I, I looked over your, your things and I, I kind of feel like we might be in a, like, a Q&A mode. I think that might be the best use of the time now. Awesome. So do you want to kind of just start firing stuff at me? Is yeah. Where you want to start? Yeah, because I actually have questions. Um, <laughs> So the first one is maybe the smallest one. I just kind of want your advice on this. I, I, I think I almost lost my first client. Um, oh, <laughs> I only have one. Okay. What happened? <laughs> well, I got her script. Her, she sent me the first four chapters of her book. Is this a Sherry? This is Sherry. Okay. Who I love. This is not disparaging sharing. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I understand. The, the first 10 pages were a character in a car by herself, remembering things that have happened to her. Massive information. Dump. Oh boy. And so, and then I read, she sent me the first 35 pages. So I read the first 10 and I was like, this is a problem. One, no dialogue, no dialogue till page 12. So wow. I'm like, what am like, <laughs> why do you need me? So then there's like a scene and then there's another like 10 pages of information dump, no dialogue. And then there's another small scene. And these information dumps were coming when like the lead character was alone. And so I'm reading it and I had a, I had a, a wild hair as I do. So I took her script and I added a whole character. Um, I gave her lead character an imaginary friend. Uh, looking, the, I wrote it so that the character was looking in her reflection and talking to her reflection. Mm, the reflection okay. was talking back to her, and it fit with like Sherry. The you know the main character was abused and all this stuff. So like it, it for me it made sense. And I sent it to her, and as I was hitting send, I was like, I might have should have asked before I did that. Mm. Uh, Cause I rewrote like 20 pages of her book and oh. I took all of the information and I put it in a conversation and I, <laughs> the iPad saved me. Cause what Sherry told me was she didn't tell me this all in once, but we had our hour long meeting. She immediately fired me back an email 
that was like, I don't know about this. Oh. She's like, I don't know about, she's like, I got to think about it. And I, that's when I was like, oh, I lost my first client. Uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> and so she said, what she told me later was she went back to look at it because she opened it up and all of the red. I mean, you know how I edit. So everything's red. And um, even if I like it, it's <laughs> so she emailed me back and she was like, she read it on her iPad a second time and her iPad just accepted all the track changes. Ah. And when she read it on her iPad, she's like, this has a ton of energy and I love that. <laughs> so I, I think the iPad saved me. Well, the iPad did save me. When we got on the one hour conversation, her, her feeling toward it was very different. Um, she went a radically different way than I thought she was going to go. She doesn't like the talking to the reflection but she she wants him she wants her lead character now talking to a imaginary charlie chaplin so she's <laughs> i was like okay okay all right yeah, i told her i go so we both better watch a bunch of charlie chaplin movies this week <laughs> um, so, he's uh but yeah, anyway, so I guess my question, my question around that was like, so when you're working with a client, do you have like a line for like, hmm. I need to talk to them before I make these edits? Oh, man, uh, that's a that's such a tough call. And, and I'll tell you why it's tough. Um, do you know if she's ever worked with a professional editor before? She has. She actually told me her her hope is that she has a line editor. Okay. That is her third draft. So she said she does a draft. She does a rough draft. She then does a second draft and then she sends it to her editor for her third draft. And she's putting me at draft 2.5. So I'm coming in right before her editor. Okay. Um, okay. So, uh, because any, any writer who's worked with an editor wouldn't be scared by the red. Yeah. Like you just, like, whether it's you or yeah. whether it was Becky or who, any of my editors, I just open it and I'm like, okay, here comes the kick in the balls. Let's go. Like, I just like, that's just what it is. Like I, you know, yeah. and I think most writers get that. Um, but to your question, uh, I would probably, I think I would probably ask before making that significant of an edit to it. Okay. Yeah. I would just, and, and it's, it's not, it's not an easy ask because, um, because, because what underlies that ask is like, this, this is in serious, this is a serious, fatally, fatal, pro, you know, fatal yeah. problem you have. And yeah. I, I want to make some suggestions, but I want to make sure you're open to it. Uh, so like, yeah, I, I, I would probably like, if you're going to add a character like that, I would, I would probably ask or I would, um, and if it were anything less than that, I would warn them and just be like, hey, just so you know, this is going to come back with a lot of recommendations. Okay. It, it might seem overwhelming at first. Uh, read over it a few times. Don't react. Sit on it. Like, Kind of coach them through that, that process okay. of what it's going to feel like when they get it. That's smart. Um, and like, I, I think if you ask, I, I would be surprised if anyone ever said no. Right. Like if, yeah. if you say, Hey, do you mind if I 
play around with this a little bit. I have some ideas for improving it. I just want to make sure it's okay with you. Yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to say no to that. And then, and then, then you've gotten their permission. Then they can't be upset when you do okay. it. Okay. That's really smart. Thank you. That's super helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Next time I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, I know where it's coming from. Like, you were like all excited. You know how you can help her. You yeah, want to do it. You jump like, in, right? Yeah. Like it's, yeah. I was like, I can solve this. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. a problem to solve. Like I can, yeah. <laughs> and I told her, I was like, I walked her through it and I was like, look, I haven't added any content. Mm -hmm. Like there's no new information here. All I've done is just translate your, the information dump into dialogue. Yeah. But yeah. Um, okay. Here's my second question. So, Sherry's presenting all new scenarios to me, which I'm sure every client for a long time will. Her book's already written. Like she's got all 35 chapters done. So she's sending them to me sections at a time, okay. which is interesting. Um, what's funny is she scheduled it out. She's like, so the first week we're going to do one through four, the next week we're going to do three through seven. Cause I told her, I was like, this is about how many words I can handle a week. So okay. she like scheduled it out. She scheduled it so that it falls in the middle of a month. Okay. What's like, do I charge her the full month? Well, do I charge you, her partial? Like, what do I do? <laughs> well, this is okay. Um, so are you, I'm, I'm trying to remember how we let's set this up. So when I do, when I take on, um, this is a bit of a bookkeeping issue, I think. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So when I, I don't do one-on-one -on -one mentoring anymore, but when I was doing it, I, what I, the way I phrased it was, you're purchasing four sessions. Okay. Now, um, if, so let's say there were, there were four Mondays in a month and someone bought four sessions and they bought it on the first Monday, that's easy, right? Yeah. But if they bought it halfway through, I would just have to keep track of how many sessions they had remaining. And then gotcha. the week before I would remind them like, Hey, this is your fourth session. I'm going to invoice you for the next set of four. Okay. Um, and, and the other place where it gets tricky is that, and you can come up with your own policy for this, but if, if someone canceled on me and gave me a day or two notice, I would just reschedule it. Okay. I wouldn't charge them. I wouldn't take, I wouldn't take that off their, their um, sessions. Gotcha. If they didn't show up, I charged them for it. Yeah. Like if yeah, I'm yeah. sitting there on zoom and they don't show up, like, okay, I was here. You weren't like you, you know, yeah. that's, that's one out of your bank there. So I, I think if, if, if that's your approach, then um, so you, so the middle of the month is going to be her fourth session with you. So we, I started billing her on the week we started right. so in essence every 11th of the month i'm sending her a new bill so i started with session one but she wants 10 sessions okay so i have eight one month eight one month and then two yeah and it's like part of me is like yeah but you're paying me by the month so you pay me for four if you only use two that's on you <laughs> but oh, that's okay. not so i i don't know like you might have to eat it on this one if it wasn't clear, but again, okay. I would, I would go back and say, you know, you're purchasing four sessions. 
And I they're like, going to be I actually weeks. like that. Yeah. I think I'm just going to change my language in the future of four sessions. Yeah. That's much smarter. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cause it, cause it also gets tricky when you have like, but if you have five Mondays in one month, like, do they get a bonus day? Yeah. And knowing myself, I'd be the guy that's like, okay, I need to start on the month that has five Mondays. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're only going to meet on September or November, February. No. February. That's, <laughs> That's, right. Map them out. That's right. I need holes. Yeah. Um, I totally do that. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's, that is also super helpful. So I just need to change my language from monthly to four sessions. Yeah. Um, that'll, once that'll I, solve once it. I talk to him, I'm not going to change it on the website because that's a lot to explain. But I had, I sent her like an explanation email of what it is. So yeah, I'll just change it in an email. Um, yeah. Okay. It, yeah. That's as, as as long as it's clear that like you're selling four sessions and not a month. That's, yeah, that's yeah. key. Yeah. So my next thing is I just wanted to to tell you. So you had asked me last time we met three weeks ago, like, do you have a plan for scale? And I rattled off like crazy about like, oh, I'm gonna get my friends to do it. Um, it's something I've learned about myself in my forties is that my first answer is always wrong. <laughs> so, I was thinking about it over vacation. I was like, that is, that is a stupid idea. Um, so yeah, I'm now thinking like, well, I got an interesting email from, um, uh, Alicia McCall asking that I produce a course she can buy. Um, so I'm thinking really heavily about that, about like a, yeah. what if you like, almost like a, let's write a dialogue doctor book. Like mm -hmm. here's stepping you through, like here's the process of writing a book and making sure your dialogue is solid all along the way um, that I could then turn into like a course that I could generally. So I'm thinking about that. And I'm also starting to think about, I'm still sketching out like the core values and like what it is I do, not just, in dialogue but with a client like still working that process out but you know i think maybe the ultimate goal would be like what um coin has done which you know at a minimum would take me like five years if everything was like perfect would to be hit that reputation spot where i could like sell a certification yeah to editors so i just want to let you know i've i've, I've rethought my answer uh <laughs> of course corrected <laughs> yeah so thinking about like that would be like long-term dream plans which i'm not a big i'm not a big like five-year map out thing. yeah like, i'm not I, either i kind of get like big dreams and then i'm like okay what do i have to do this year yeah um how did you how did you feel about my goal tracking um, and I think more important, I mean, I, I really want to know how you feel about it, but more importantly than just feeling like, what am I, what am I missing or where am I off? Well, what I like, what I like that you did with this is that you, you set a target. So you're looking at 5,000 a month. Um, oh, no, I was looking at a year. Oh, this is for a year. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. 30 right. clients a month would kill me. Oh yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, so I like, yeah, I like what you did here. I, I like yeah. how you're thinking about, you're thinking about your lead, your, your funnel, your, your sales funnel, 
um, your content marketing. I'm looking here at um, like the clients. So I think one of the things that um, I want you to be thinking about, and this is why I, I, I said month, because this is where my head's going. Not yet, but I think you need to have tucked in the back of your head that you're going to be consistently raising rates. Okay. All right. Um, you're starting out now. People are getting you at a bargain and that's the deal. Like yeah. you don't have a reputation, you don't have an audience, but you have an incredibly valuable talent and an ability to teach it. And so that's the trade-off. And, and I think people understand that. Um, you know, my, my first clients, I, I charged a hundred bucks an hour and, and, and that was fine. Right. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that I want you to think about is as you get more clients, you need to incrementally and routinely push yourself to raise the price. You're not going to want to, you're going to, you're going to say, I'm not worth it. You're going to, you're going to say, I'm going to scare people off. You're going to say it's too much. They're not going to pay it. And that's all bullshit. And it, it's all stuff that we tell ourselves around yeah, self-worth. Yeah. All right. So it doesn't necessarily have to be every client, but I, I mean, I, maybe every two clients and, and it doesn't have to, you don't have to double your rates, but maybe you bump them up 50 bucks or a hundred bucks. But so I, I'm bringing that up because that variable is going to skew this a little bit, especially around yeah. the clients and what you're projecting. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. So that's good. I mean, this is conservative, but wow. I think you have, I think you have the potential to, to do much, much more um, if, if you incrementally raise rates. Yeah. I think would every two clients feels very fast to me. It's very attractive. Cause it's like, yeah, I just need one more. I'm bumping those things up. Um, it feels fast to me. Mm -hmm. Is it, is it better to raise like when I get so many clients a month? That's another way of doing it. Um, yeah. you could, you could wait until your, your stable is full and okay. then raise rates. Um, one of the very, <laughs> I, I always have to remind myself we're recording this, not, not that it's going anywhere between us, but one, one of the few things that um, I thought was really useful that I learned from Tim Grawl was if you're selling out, you're undercharging. Uh -huh. So what, whatever it is, whether That's it's an good. event, whether it's whatever it is, if, if you're selling out, you're, you're not charging enough. Huh. Aim for about, you want to aim for about 70%. And, and if you think about it, the math is so in your favor, right? Yeah. Like if, I mean, if you, you double your rates, but you lose 30% of your clients, you're coming out way ahead. Yeah. 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 That's true. So yeah, I, I, it doesn't have to be every client, but I would say when you start to feel like, okay, I've got, I'm full, I can't take anymore. And people are still asking for you. That's a sign you need to raise rates. Gotcha. Now you can, this is your call. I've done it both ways. You can grandfather clients in, okay. pre previous clients, or you can just tell them, hey, I'm raising my rates. Um, that's going to depend on how many clients are repeat customers. Yeah. I feel like that's a bridge I'll cross when I come to it. Yeah, it's a tricky one because yeah. you want to reward the people who took a chance on you early on. Yeah. At the same time, if they're coming back to you for three, four, five, six projects, you don't want to be doing it at the old rates. Yeah. My poor cover designer grandfathered me in 
when she was charging 50 bucks a cover. Ah, yeah. And uh, now she charges like $450 a cover. There you go. Yeah. And yep. she's, I, I finally let, like, finally was like, hey, you should. <laughs> you should stop charging me 50 bucks. Yeah. She charged me 250 instead of 450. Yeah. But yeah. 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 Um, okay. That's really good. That's good. Any other, am I tracking the right things? I think so. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. The podcast episodes, guest spots, conferences. Yeah. I, I think, I think that those are all the key performance indicators, so to speak, that, that would be useful for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, talk to me a little bit about getting a guest spot on a podcast. Okay. How do I approach them? Yeah. Um, so let's see. And I, I like, you did some great homework here. You had some, uh, you have some good, you have some podcasts listed here and, and whether you've listened to them or not, I like, I like this approach. Um, so you're looking, you're looking to your questions is specifically about you being a guest on somebody else's show or inviting them onto mine, like either way. Okay. So two very different things, right? Okay. Um, Let's talk about you as a guest on someone else's first. Okay. Uh, the best thing you can do is listen to enough of the podcast that you can open the email with something only their tribe would know. Gotcha. And that it, it, it's probably going to take more than two or three episodes. You might have to yeah. listen for like a month or two to get that, but you'll find something and I, and you open the email with that. Okay. Because I can tell you from personal experience, Zach and I get cold emails all the time. And what's really, what's really disappointing is that the Career Author Podcast is not an interview format podcast. <laughs> so Zach always, awesome. yeah, Zach always laughs because we'll get this really long pitch and then I'll yeah. reply all and I'll say, hey, that looks great, but we're not an interview podcast. Thanks a lot. That's right. And that's it. And it's me kind of be like, dude. Yeah, you didn't do your homework. Yeah. On. Like, did you, if you listened to it at all, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think number one, the best approach is um, you're a listener, you're part of their tribe. Yeah. And, and the other thing, the other thing that's really important is that you explain to them as concisely as you can the value you're going to bring to their audience because that's all they're going to care about. Okay. They don't care about helping you out. They don't care about the service you're offering because they're not going to benefit from it. So whatever it is, um, you're, so, so you, you kind of have a couple of options in how you do that. The first one is you, you pitch them a segment or a topic or a talk. Um, and it could be like one of those, like, you know, the five things authors get wrong, like that, that, that kind of stuff. The click, think clickbaity for that, right? But like you want, you want something that um, their audience is going to be like, oh, that's interesting. And something the host of the show probably can't deliver on their own. Like gotcha. Joanna Penn is great, but she's not going to do an episode on dialogue and, and be considered an expert on it. Yeah. The, um, that's probably the safest approach. Okay. The other way you could do it is you could, you could offer a one scene session with them that they could then use on their podcast. Nice. Now 
That that's a little more risky because not everyone is going to be is going to be vulnerable enough where they're going to be willing to do that. They might not want to look foolish in front of their audience or like they don't know what they're talking about. Uh, there could be some ego involved. Yeah. So I don't know. I, I I'm thinking that's probably a host by host decision, and, and yeah. maybe you would know from listening to the podcast enough. Like like if you approach me with something like that, I'd be like, of course. Like I'm totally up for that, right? Yeah. But like, honestly, Zach, like there, I don't think Zach would do that. Like, I, I don't like, mm -hmm. you know, he, 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 he would, that would make him a little uncomfortable. So yeah, it, it's going to be a judgment call, but, I, but, okay. but the bottom line is whether it's, whether it's a, um, a pitch for a talk or a demo, it's got to bring value to their audience. Okay. That's key. So prove that I'm a listener offer something that brings value yes and make sure i'm actually asking <laughs> podcasts that will accept me um, well i mean and that one like don't be afraid to shoot for the stars on that one because like you're not the, the other thing you're not doing is you're not pimping a book or a, a course right yeah so like that's a big thing like it like i you like if you shoot for lower level podcasts and you're pimping something, they'll almost take you because it's free content. Yeah. But if you're pitching, you know, writing excuses, yeah. Forget pitching them a book. Like, you know, like that. And, and I, and that's the other thing too. Like even with writers Inc, when I get, I get cold pitches from authors who have a new book out, I'm like, everyone's got a new book out. Like, mm. you know, if, if, if our listeners aren't fans of you, what do they care? You know, like, if you had a story that went along with it or you had a, you know, a, 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 something about the publishing process, that's different. Yeah. So um, that's in your favor. Like, and, and so I would go, I would, I would go for all the heavy hitters and be like, as long as they do interviews, be like, Hey, you know, I'm not selling anything. I just, I, I'm starting this out. I'd, I'd love to bring some value to your audience, help people write better dialogue. How much is there? So let's say I get on the creative pen, which I would consider a heavy hitter. Yeah. Um, and I use like, pay five things that you can't, you know, five mistakes you're making in dialogue. How much is, um, how likely is it that other people have listened to that show so that if I try to pitch that to somebody else, they're going to be like, no. I think there's a general understanding that people make the podcast rounds. Okay. I don't, I don't think that's too big of a deal. Um, you know, in a way it, it might go in the other direction where you're going to get some cachet if you've been on the creative pen Okay. and, and people might go, Oh, you're on the creative pen. Like, Oh, then they're going to want you on their show. But it's not like a speaking circuit. Cause like, I know on a, like what Kukurul is doing on a speaking circuit is like, I got one good talk Yeah. and I'm going to take it to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I, I see what you're saying there. Um, and knowing Joanna, she's a control freak. She'd probably tell you what she wants you to do. <laughs> like, yeah. Like she was just like, here's what you're going to do, Jeff. You're like, yes, ma'am. Um, but um, yeah, maybe you don't even need to be that specific. I mean, maybe you could just say, I'm the dialogue doctor. I, you know, I coach people on how to write better dialogue. This is something I've, you know, I do for my company. Um, I would love to, enlighten your audience and, and teach them how to write better dialogue and leave it at that. And, and yeah. then you could decide based on the show, the format, the tone, how you want to deliver that. Okay. 
Um, how important is it, you know, if I'm going for like writer's excuses, like a, a big dog, how important is it that I have um, examples of work? Is that helpful or not helpful? I don't know. You know, okay. it's hard to say. Uh, I, I think if you have, if you have a podcast, um, which you do, you have, you have a website. Um, yeah, I don't know. Those might be like the, the bigger ones. You might want to wait till you have a book. Okay. Cause the, the book gives you a little, a little more street cred. Okay. Um, if, cause like you could even send them a free copy of the book. Yeah. With it, with your pitch. Okay. But those are like the really big ones. Like, you know, the ones like mine, like, even, like, like even career giant, author, yeah. <laughs> which, um, do you want to record? Um, do you want to do that next, next Tuesday? Oh dude, I would love to. Okay. So that'd be um, awesome. So I think what we're going to do, cause Zach's schedule is, is really difficult. So I think what we'll do is I'll interview you. Okay. For the podcast. And then Zach and I will just do wraps for it. We'll do like an intro and outro awesome. for that episode. But um, yeah. let's, let's plan on that for next week. All right. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Um, all right. Anything else I need to know about approaching, some, approaching somebody to get on their podcast before we switch to the other? I mean, um, the, uh, the only other thing, this sounds sleazy, but I know you won't take it that way. But use every connection you have. Use okay. me use Zach, use Rachel, um, who use Joe, <laughs> you know, just be like, and, and you don't have to name drop it in a sleazy way, but just yeah. say, Hey, I've been helping Jay Thorne with his manuscript or, you know, I've, um, I've been, I've partnered with Joe from, you know, yeah. Uh, I forget the name writer. What's his right, right practice, practice right? Like, um, and, and, you know, just, just you kind of have to name drop a little bit just to give people some idea of who you're involved with. And and I think that's totally fine. It's not sleazy. Cool. Okay. Is it protocol? It's like general protocol to notify them before you're going to drop their name. Not really. I mean, cause you're not, you're not like roping them into it. You're just acknowledging you've, worked with them or you know i'm not writing somebody to be like jay thorne said you should have me on your podcast he's gonna come with me he's gonna come with me jay'll come jay'll come he's gonna bring robert patters he talked to robert yeah um, okay uh what about inviting people so my and my goal is just so you know like where i'm coming from i want to get like 10 episodes in so that it actually looks like I'm doing something and then then start reaching out to people. So, um, you, how, what advice do you have for that? I mean, it's, it's probably going to work best if you can start with people, you know, okay. Um, because, because it's your podcast, people are going to, connect with and identify with you as the host okay. more so than your guests. It's kind of weird, but like Joanna, I, I was talking to Joanna last week and she said at one point she almost completely cut interviews because all her listeners wanted was her personal introduction in the beginning. So true. That's totally what I was right? for. Yeah. So 
Um, so I think the people you bring on your podcast, they don't have to be A-listers or they don't have to be big names. The rapport you have with them is going to be much more important. Okay. So if you, if you could get um, past clients, existing clients, other writer friends, anyone yeah. who you have some relationship with, that's where I would start. Okay. That's easier. Yeah. Yeah, I'll call in some favors. People owe me things. Okay. <laughs> I'll start calling in some chips. <laughs> Joe owes me a couple, especially since it's his fault that our ghostwriting client came back. So, <laughs> he totally owes me. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. I think that's all of my uh, – yeah, that's all the questions I had off the top. So you said – you'd notice my, my link was broken. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going on. So okay. I, and maybe we can take a quick look. I yeah. Can up, I just sign into it and yeah, just you. do, do a share on it because you're, you're active in iTunes. Yeah. Right. And in podcast connect, it shows active with the green circle, right? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I'm, uh, I went into the Google, I'm active on Spotify. Okay. And I can find it on Spotify. Sorry, I'm looking for the share screen. Okay. Oh, you gotta you gotta uh, enable me. Oh yeah. Stupid Zoom. All right. There we go. Um This is so conf this world is so confusing to me. I feel like I'm learning to publish all over again. Yeah, so you kinda worse. are. Yeah. yeah. So I know I'm I'm getting on Spotify. And I'm getting to iTunes. Yeah. Okay. I went to the Google manager page and I set up Google manager and the first two episodes have shown up on Google. But the, th even though I dropped the third episode at 2 AM on Monday morning, it is still not up on Google. Still not there. Yeah. Okay. I don't know what the hell is going on with that, but, um, okay. Well, this all looks proper. Okay. So it, it might just be taking some time to propagate through the other pod catchers. So which ones am I missing? Well, you have all the feeds proper. Okay. Um, so the, the classic feed is the one that goes to like, that goes to iTunes. Okay. Um, and that goes to Stitcher and Spotify is a separate feed, but the classic feed goes to all, all the traditional um, podcast apps. Okay. So it just be, it just might take some time on mine. I'll double check it again tomorrow. Is there something I have to do at Stitcher to get it to go? Yeah, it's um. I think Stitcher. Um, I can go look it up. Yeah, there yeah. you 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 have to. What you're gonna have to do for some of these like like Stitcher is you're gonna have to take your uh, classic feed. You're okay. gonna need that link. And you're going to submit that to Stitcher and then okay. it'll go through a review process and then it'll be available there. Okay. So, so I've done that with Apple, Spotify, yeah. and Google. I haven't done Stitcher. Is there another one I need to go to? I don't think so. Let me, let me take a quick look at the ones I have for the writers Inc. Okay. Um, those are the big ones. I mean, there's a million you could, you could spend, you know, days. Sure. Yeah. Uh, Stitcher. Okay. Player FM might okay. be one it's a podcast catcher uh and iheart radio i think is there an iheart radio feed in there's Libsyn? not 
Okay, so I would um, I would submit it. I would go to iHeartRadio and see if you can submit okay. there as well. I'll do those tonight. Th- that'll that that'll cover pretty much all the all the big ones. Awesome. Yeah. All right, that's how I'll go try to make that happen, um, and I'll just keep throwing episodes up. And if they're still not populating, I'll come back to you. Yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll double check and see. It might just <laughs> be my my app that's not not syncing up properly. Yeah. That happens sometimes. All right. Thanks so much, Jay. All right, man. See you next week. Bye. Bye. If you'd like to know more about starting an author business or improving the one you have, go to theauthorlife.com.